Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, here with Ryan Chavez, and we are going back, back to Brooklyn. Just kidding, we're going back to the basics, the basics of cannabis, uh, simple things, and we got a, a big topic today, one of the biggest things that people talk about when it comes to cannabis, THC and CBD. Uh, Ryan, let's talk about this. What's going on? How you doing? Brooklyn, 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 back to Brooklyn. I love it. Uh, yeah, man, it makes me makes me remember. Oh boy, remember my old Brooklyn days when we used to get up early and head to Lower Manhattan on Saturday, Sunday mornings, and do some recordings in the studio. Huh? Miss those Brooklyn days. But yeah, Jack, it was absolutely a throwback then, and we got a throwback again today uh, with the Back to the Basics episode here. We, yeah, man, I, you kind of brought this to my attention. I think where we were talking about it and. I, I think you're right. Like we haven't talked about just the basics of cannabis in years now. I mean, I'd say. I mean, we talk about it kind of on every episode, but not as like the episode. So I think it's really important um, for us to for us to do that and for us to uh, to take time out of our our schedules here and schedule in some back to basics. We have new listeners. We have people that have maybe not heard all of our episodes or are just tuning in for the first time. So I think it's it's good for us to to do that. So. Jack, I was curious, uh, what are your thoughts on this topic? We're talking about the basics of THC and CBD. This is like the the holy grail of cannabis conversation when you're trying to, to learn about cannabis for the first time. So I'm curious what your thoughts are. I feel like the world's kind of evolved. Like mm-hmm. maybe like five, six years ago, people didn't know like the differences as much, but I feel like nowadays they do because like not long ago, CBD was totally legal and THC wasn't in certain parts of the state, country, different areas, and still that's the case. But like, I think because because that was legalized, people like educated themselves a little more about that. But the big thing is, I hear this all the time. Why would you do CBD? Makes I don't feel anything. I'll do some CBD, just straight CBD, because I saw it's all I can get at the weed store. Because my state, THC is legal, and I get it, I don't feel anything. Why would I do that crap? And I think that's that's one of the misconceptions uh, when it comes to CBD and THC, because, you know, I'm sure we're going to get into it, obviously, and it's the medical benefits more in the CBD than the THC. Um, and then I feel like the other side of it is people do too much THC. They're like, oh, oh yeah, this is... This joint's 500 milligrams of THC. Oh, dog, that sounds great. <laughs> Give me the highest strain you got. And it's like, it's obliterate yeah. my brain cells. Like, I feel like it's uh, one of those things where uh, when it comes to CBD and THC, that's a big balance. And, and I know that you, yeah. Ryan, really like to have that balance ratio of CBD. And sometimes, obviously, sometimes higher CBD, which is great. And I know that's what we talk about in the show, so... Good. I mean, that's that's pretty much. I want to talk about yeah. the differences, you know, the good, the bad. I mean, well, it's all mostly good, but too much can be bad. But we'll get into that. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and I, I think like, yeah, you had you're, you're right. Like when you talk about why this episode, this this is the episode. I think of all episodes, we, you know, ultimately want to be allowing people to really understand what they should be expecting when they utilize cannabis, mm-hmm. and you want to be comfortable. Um, when you utilize cannabis. And when you utilize cannabis, the way you can be comfortable is if you understand what it is that you're going to be expecting when you use it. And so being able to predict what's going to happen after you utilize cannabis is going to make you kind of gravitate towards it again. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. Um, So knowing these basics, these very, very basics, is going to help you 
on your journey to optimize, you know, your, your cannabis use on a regular basis as well. So, um, that's our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal is to get people to understand, uh, more about cannabis to understand how it could possibly work for you specifically. And once you do understand that, then you're willing to take that step. Again, a lot of people just, they don't want to get into cannabis because they just don't understand it. They simply don't understand it. So I, I, you know, it's scary when you don't understand something. And I think that's just think about any, like any drug you can think of. I don't want to put cannabis as a drug, but anything that's like, even, I don't know, even coffee, let's just say coffee. Somebody's never tried coffee, right? And you're trying to explain coffee to the person. You say, you know, you're going to drink it. And then what's going to happen is a few minutes later, you're going to start feeling like, like, like your heart's going to be beating. Right. And, and like, it's the caffeine and, and like, the person who's never had coffee is going to be like, what, what, like, what are you talking about? Right. So like, you got to be able to understand, you got to be able to explain this stuff in a way, I believe that is going to allow people to understand the effects and to come to terms with how they can be utilizing the benefits of the plant moving forward. Right. So understanding education is just huge. And that's why we're going back to basics today because we haven't done it in a really long time. And I definitely think it's, it's worth doing that. And so I think the question, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so the question, you know, like why, why are we doing this? So for those reasons, um, the role of cannabinoids in general in holistic health and wellness has been increasing quite a bit. So a lot of, I mean, you know, when we, we, we started this Jack, you know, was it five years ago now? Um, there was, uh, like no information and there weren't even any products really that you would go out and, you know, out and about in New York and see in the counters of all of these stores where it's like, I don't know, it could be like candies with CBDs and THCs on them. It it could be what like uh, gum, whatever it is. Like you didn't see any of this stuff. And now you're seeing like waters, mints, like all this stuff. If it's especially if it's um, under the 2018 federal farm bill, you're seeing a lot of that all over the place. So, a lot of that is being integrated into health and wellness and holistic practices. So we want to understand it more. Um, again, we just want to re-educate listeners that have already, you know, familiar with this from our, our episodes possibly. And then uh, for listeners who have never heard of this, we want them to be educated as well. And obviously there's these misconceptions, right? The good one versus the bad one. That is not true. <laughs> it's just simply not true. We hear this all the time. The good, the, the good, uh, the good cannabinoids versus the bad one. THC is the bad one, and CBD is the good one. That that's really not true. It's like saying that you know milk is bad and orange juice is good just because more people get sick from milk if they drink more of it, right? Like it just, I don't know. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense. Or they all have their pros and cons. So let's jump into it, right? Cannabinoids. All right, what is it like? Kind of looking at cannabinoid overview. What what are they? Cannabinoids are chemical compounds that interact with the endocannabinoid system or your ECS in the human body. And so um, they have a pretty big importance. They play pretty crucial roles in regulating various physiological processes such as mood, pain, sensation, appetite, memory. They also, uh, like I just mentioned, they have a role in holistic and holistic health and wellness. Uh, I use it for that for sure. Um, And... uh, The endocannabinoid system is a pretty complex cell signaling system that plays a role in maintaining homeostasis for all other parts of your body. And cannabinoids, especially ones that we supplement with like THC and CBD, will interact in different ways with the endocannabinoid system, whether indirectly or directly, to produce these these homeostasis effects, right? 
that's a tough word sometimes, but I know we like it on here. Mm-hmm. Um, homeo. homeo, that's right. So the cannabinoids will, will kind of play this dance with your body to make sure that if you're too hot, you cool down. If your heartbeat is going too fast, it slows down. If it's too slow, it speeds up, right? If you're, if you're too happy, maybe you got to come down to a, a middle ground. And if you're too low, maybe you got to come up. And there's different ways that your body will, will work to do this. And it's all staying in balance through the endocannabinoid system, which is supported through endocannabinoids and cannabinoids endocannabinoids like anandamide that we've talked about on the show that your body produces and then cannabinoids like thc and cbd which is what you can supplement with obviously through the use of cannabis um and then when we talk about these major cannabinoids like you know cbd and thc these are the most well-researched cannabinoids right these are the ones that um most people know about uh especially thc for years cbd is the new craze for all the health and wellness but there's others as well that we should be focusing on we talk here on you know about cbg that's cannabigerol um also non-psychoactive and is really considered uh the quote-unquote stem cell of cannabinoids and it's really known for that anti-inflammatory antibacterial and neuroprotective effects um it, it can have all of those and then cbn which is cannabinol oh they're so similar all hard to say though um they they often cannabinol cbn is going to appear in aged cannabis a lot of the time sometimes you're going to find it in strains just normal strains uh often if you let your thc sit out it's going to age and then it will turn into cbn um it has mild psychoactive effects not as much as thc uh but has the potential for um, nervous relief, like nerve system release, pain relief, and uh, sleep aid as well. I often see it as a sleep aid. I don't know a lot of you out there, if you're taking a look at all these different cannabinoids already, you probably for sure have seen CBN in there as part of the the sleep component for a lot of the sleep um, products that you may have. So a little bit about these guys. All right. So we want to talk about, obviously, the medical benefits, a little bit about, you know, what it is that we're looking at here. Uh, THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, the history and discovery. So it was discovered in the 1960s by Dr. Raphael Machalam. Probably said that wrong. Uh, But what he did was he isolated THC from the cannabis plant and then was able to identify THC. THC is prevent as is the one that created the high when one would utilize cannabis. Um, over the years, THC has been used both recreationally, recreationally and medicinally. And I would even uh, go as far as to say that um, almost everyone that uses it recreationally can, in some extent, I think is is like medically using it as well. That's just my opinion. I think a lot of people that use it recreationally, quote unquote, also are using it. Uh, have medicinal purposes as well that they're kind of being tied into that usage also. So that's just my opinion. Uh, I have some reasons behind that for sure. Um, but since that time, since, you know, I mean, it's that time. I mean, we've been using it for thousands of years, but it's really just probably become, what, back in the 30s when reefer madness became a thing? Uh, between the 30s and the 70s, we had no cannabis. There's a whole generation in this com- in this country with no cannabis. And... Uh, there's been a transformation since I'd say the seventies to really bring cannabis back into the mainstream as a healthy supplement really. And, and something that can help bring people together, um, help you tap into, you know, whether it's different states of consciousness or just different states of being to optimize, uh, your day to day. Right. 
So what happens is THC, like we said, we have this endocannabinoid system. So when you're looking at the science behind it, right, what happens is um, you have your CB1 and you have your CB2 receptors. And THC will specifically bind to the CB1 receptor. The CB1 receptor is known for uh, the psychoactive response, right? The um, affecting your mood, pain sensation, appetites. Um, CB2 is more your uh, immune response, right? So looking at anything that has to do with anti-inflammatory, uh, like any type of immune response that your body may have, CB2 does a lot more of that, Um Together, they make a beautiful symphony, right? So mm-hmm. when looking at these medical benefits, I mean, you have pain relief. Like I said, it acts as a neuroprotective antioxidant, reducing inflammation, relieving pain, appetite stimulation. This is really important for people that may be on different medications that are stunting appetite. Yep. Um, yep cancer patients. I, I just was speaking to somebody earlier uh, who's having issues with their parent not eating as much as they should mm. be, um, which could could be assisted with this, right? Uh, nausea reduction, oh, yeah. that THC has been known to be very effective in reducing nausea. And obviously the legal aspects are all over the map on this. It, it, some states say, yeah, go ahead. Other states say, if you do this, you will go to jail for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's like, it's unbelievable the differences with THC. But as we are, you know, as, as we know, so you always have to look in your state before you decide to do this. That's, that's mm-hmm. one thing, unless we want to get into the federal farm bill, which is kind of bu- helps you bypass a little of that. The 2018 farm bill says, hey, as long as this product has less than 0.3% THC by mass, by volume, you don't, you can buy this. So if this product has 10 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of CBD, you can go ahead and have that if it's less than 0.3% overall, if it's gummy, right, for example. So, um, Jack, what are your thoughts on THC? I mean, I, it's a pretty broad question, right? But I just figured since I just went through it, but I wanted to get your take as well. Yeah. Before I jump into CBD. Makes you, uh, what is this? The THC is uh, it's like the psychological effects. Yeah. It's affecting your brain. So I think like, and that now everybody knows, oh yeah, THC. It's like, I almost feel like a lot of people feel like the more you do, the more stone you get, the better you feel, the better, the more, yeah. the better. Anything just like with anything, too much of a good thing isn't a great yep. thing. So I think that um, with THC, you want to limit your intake and balance it out with some CBD. But I think in regards to what we're talking about, the basis of THC, of cannabis and THC, THC is just widely used as seen as the the, the thing that's going to get you make get you to where you want to yeah. be stoned. Yeah. So people do the THC, they get the stoned, and then they they gay, but then they get too stoned, or they do an edible, and it's like, oh my god, I'm I need to go to the hospital. So I think mm-hmm. the big thing I think we've talked about so many times is understand the milligrams of what you're doing if you're doing an edible, or know you know where you're where it's coming from the THC you're consuming, whether it's vaping or smoking. But I think that, yeah, you got to have a balance. THC is good for that that high. So you're feeling high, like the um, euphoria feelings. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't want too much of that. And, uh, yeah, so I think that with the THC, got to balance it, not too much, different ways of doing it. I mean, yeah, we, t- we talk about this stuff all the time. But back to the basics, yeah, I think just don't do too much. Um, yeah, and figure out how you like to consume it. And what works best for yeah. you. Yeah, 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 that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. I mean, definitely THC is the one that everyone is, is con- concerned about when they're getting their product often, yeah. right? So, um, but I agree, it's definitely not the one that 
it's like I definitely want THC a lot of the times, but it's not like if if I'm only utilizing THC, I'm not enjoying my cannabis use, and that's just I I, mm-hmm. I find right. that like I just don't enjoy it as much. I need a little bit of CBD to like make it just a little bit more enjoyable. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's I think after you've been doing it for utilizing cannabis for a while, you start to understand that more. Right. So you start to kind of get more of a rhythm and, and mm. see that. So, yeah, let's jump into CBD. So cannab- cannabidiol, uh, it was discovered in 1940s, 1940 by Roger Adams. And the acceptance and popularity has obviously surged uh, over the years. And um, it, it's the non-psychoactive uh, part of cannabis that everyone's very familiar with the medical piece, the good one, right? Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> which is, is somewhat right. true. Um, so this is the one that, uh, it, it, it indirectly and directly interacts with your body's endocannabinoid system and, and other parts of your body as well to help release some of your, your good, um, feel good, uh, uh, hormones that are released through your body after running and jogging and, um, the help of the release of the anandamide as well, which anandamide is essentially THC. It's a lock and key component that is directly, uh, it looks just like THC, and it plugs right into that CB1 receptor. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say it looks just like C- THC, right. but it plugs right into that like a lock and key, and it does what it needs to do, but it does it in a natural way. THC floods your system, and antibiotic does it when it's needed. So it's, it's, that's why a lot of people like CBD, because it feels a lot more natural in that sense. Um, for, you know, just less surgy, I would say. A lot more uh, of a smoother ride. Um the other thing it does is it modulates a lot of non-cannabinoid receptors, like I was saying, and ion channels is um, and acts through different receptor-independent pathways to exert those different therapeutic re- effects. So kind of what I was saying, like, it doesn't directly interact with the endocannabinoid system. It'll do that indirectly in a lot of different ways. So the medical benefits, this is the big one for anxiety and depression, um, if you have issues, uh, you know, concerns about anxiety, depressions, whether it's social anxiety, generalized anxiety, um, whatever it may be, CBD is the one that typically people will gravitate to, to, to try and assist them with those ailments, with that ailment, I should say. And this is also a great one for seizure reductions. Uh, if anyone, you know, epilepsy, if that's a concern, CBD is, is certainly a go-to for a lot of those scenarios. And um, anti-inflammatory properties. I use the hell out of CBD for anti-inflammatory. And I use it locally. Uh, we just had an episode that we released on creams this past week uh, that we did a long time ago. Um, I use a lot for that. And also internally um, for uh, just like if I'm getting sick and I'm getting a lot of internal inflammation, I find that that is actually just a, a great way to suck it all out and I don't get sick. So any type of inflammation, um, CBD is like is like the the cannabinoid that I typically go to to assist with a lot of just my body's going through something. I need I, I want that's like every day. That's why I utilize it every day, right? Like your body's going through stressors, supplement it. And some people say, well, what, you, you don't want to be addicted. Well, like what? You're just not going to drink water every day either. Right. Like you need, you need, like, you're not going to eat well, right? Like you got to supplement well, if you're going to put your body through these, through these intense, uh, moments throughout your life, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to take care of yourself. And that's really what it's about. 
The other thing, the cool thing about CBD we talk about, mentioned already, is the 2018 Farm Bill. So this is something that um, we can get CBD shipped to your door for the most part, wherever you live in the United States. And that's why a lot of people have been able to, to utilize it and help themselves get better. Um, because certainly it's, it's now much more available. And because of that, it's much more affordable too. There's hemp is just grown really fast and it grows really well. And so places that are growing it, I mean, Oregon, New York, starting to do it. Um, Washington, I mean, California, I mean, there's a lot of places that are just growing it and just have a lot of supply. And so we're going to have a lot of options for people, whether it's, you know, vaporizers, tinctures, gummies, uh, tablets, to be able to utilize cannabis creams, you know, CBD to in a much more affordable way. So <clears throat> there you got it. You got, you got the two big ones. You got THC, you have CBD. Now, some people say, let's do these things separately, right? Um, and that is certainly something that has been going on for years uh, with THC. CBD, uh, people will use separately because they say, oh, I'm scared of any psychoactive effects. Uh, I, I don't want to utilize any THC. And so they just utilize um, CBD. Now, the beauty of these two is that you put them together and they both work much, much better together than they do by themselves. And what I mean by that is they have an additive effect. So if one plus one usually equals usually equals two, right? In this scenario, one plus one is going to equal three or four, right? Each one is going to be like the total is going to be worth more than the sum of its parts, right? Each individual part. So let's say also um, with THC, you get really paranoid when you utilize THC or you, you get uh, like a fast heartbeat or you, yep. you just, you, you know, when you utilize THC, you just, your, your mind starts racing, right? Um, CBD, the reason you use CBD is to really be the antidote for all of those negative effects you get when you utilize THC. And, and so what happens when you add CBD to the mix, all of those bad things go away. And, and uh, for the most part, and you have to find your sweet spot. But when you find your sweet spot, what you find is that the euphoria with, with THC feels a little bit cleaner. It feels a, a lot nicer. It doesn't feel like when you use THC without CBD, sometimes you just have this huge smile on your face and you can't take it down. And you just look dumb, right? <laughs> it feels great and it's hilarious. But like, you know, you're like, I shouldn't be smiling right now and I shouldn't be laughing about this. This is not funny and I can't stop right now. So like that part sucks, but when you utilize CBD, your smile feels good, natural, and like you feel like you're much more intact. You are much more intact mentally, typically anchored down when you utilize the two together. So that's really what, what the entourage effect is, is all about. It's, it's to make each part of THC and CBD and their components, the pain relieving, anti-inflammatory, the nausea, anti-nausea effects, all those different individual components that make up those two, it makes them stronger when you put them together. So that's why a lot of people gravitate to a one-to-one -one ratio or maybe like a 10 to one or a one to 10 ratio for one of the two. You're getting a little bit more of each, but you're still putting in a good amount of each one as well, right? Or, or you do a complete balance of, of the two, whatever you want to end up doing. Um, so uh, what this means often is that you put the two together and you'll have much higher pain relief. You'll have much more reduced anxiety. You'll be clearer thinking. Um, your body like will just feel better typically overall. So it's just kind of balancing all of that. 
And that's why we do it, right? Like that's why you take the two cannabinoids and you put them together because you're just getting a better effect overall. And so I could just say getting this knowledge, I think that we're talking about, like if people don't learn this, if they don't understand cannabinoids and if they, if they don't take the time to, to want to understand it, we just won't ever get anywhere, right? Like we won't ever get anywhere with cannabis. We're not going to make gains. And, and the gains that we're talking about are, I believe making this world a better place, right? Like if the reason we do this is because when, you know, we want people to listen and maybe someone's going to listen and they're going to go out and tell more people and they're going to make an impact. Right. And the more that that happens, the better the world becomes. And I want the world to be better for myself. Selfishly. I want it to be better for you. I want it to be better for my kids, you know, and, and that's just, it's what this entire thing is all about. So understanding this knowledge of how CBD and THC interact with each other so we can better utilize the plant is step one to cannabis. And that's the easiest step. It's the easiest one. And that's why we come on here and yeah, we say this a lot of the same thing because we want people that we want to make this easy, right? We want to make it easy. You want to do high CBD. If you want to, you don't know what to do. You do high CBD. That's the way to go. Get into cannabis, start there. And then if you're interested Let's we can learn more. There's a big, big open field of learning to be done <laughs> that we haven't even explored yet, like a huge ocean, right, of, of knowledge. We have no idea. Um, and this also will help you feel better about cannabis. You'll, you'll know what you like or don't like. You'll know, like, what makes you what makes you tick when you need to be more studious or focused or more, you know, be ready to like do a workout or you have to recover. You want to go to sleep. I mean, there's so many different, you have a big presentation. Like there's so many different reasons, you know, you can do this. So I just want to say, like, I know that we talk about this stuff a lot. We haven't dedicated a show on this specifically in a long time, years. Uh, The reason it's important is because the basics are what will make this whole thing turn. And we're not done. We're going to get into uh, some other stuff, too, in the next few weeks that are also basics, like terpenes, right? Like just the basics of those, because that's another one people always ask about, sativa, indica, hybrid. Mm -hmm. And we haven't done that. We talk a lot about terpenes. We do have, like, these little terpene hacks, but we haven't done, like, it's been a while since we've done, like, kind of like this with cannabinoids, like a a well-rounded show. So, Jack, I'm curious, what are your thoughts overall? Any closing thoughts and just uh, on what I said here and maybe what we're doing? Yes. Uh, CBD rocks, you got to get it in your life. Homeostasis yeah. is what you need to achieve. Balance is important. And you said a lot of good stuff here, Ryan, on the importance of both parts of the plant. It's a lovely plant. Lots of great chemicals and features here. It's good to have the balance of both of these things. But um, we're going to uh, talk more about these. Um, we're going back to the basics, so we're going to be talking about more of these things like this in the next few episodes. But yeah, appreciate you guys listening. You can find us at the Cannabis C. If you guys want to know Gmail. anything, let us know too. Yep. Jump in if you guys want us to be talking about yes. anything too. So that's the other thing we always like to tell Good you guys. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, guys, if you if there's a topic or a show idea, you're like, oh my God, I wish you guys, how come they haven't talked about this? Yeah. Or, oh my God, my friend asked me this question. Just shoot it over, please. We love uh, hearing from you guys. Uh, the Cannabis C at gmail.com. Or Instagram, the cannabis C. It's the cannabis and letter C on Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. But yeah, appreciate you for listening. Let us know. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Peace. See ya.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.